Hello, welcome to The Digital's Growthcast. Today I'm joined by Jeff, our Director of Strategy, Kerry, our Director of Operation, and Richard, the founder of The Digital. Thank you for joining me, everyone. Today we'll be going over how to choose your web design agency and what to look for and questions to ask. I thought we'd start with what is the first step a user should take when looking for a web design agency? Yeah, well, Christopher, it's Jeff. I, I... I think having a real sense of what it is that you are out to accomplish first. So making sure that you're really spending the time and the investment into really thinking critically about what it is that you're, you need your website to do for you. So are you an e-commerce platform? Is this a, is this a lead acquisition website for you? Are you speaking strongly to business to business? Is this business to consumer? Is this a highly detailed educational website that you're trying to build out to really inform and walk through a more complex sales cycle? Do you need CRM integration into your website so you're capturing all of the information of folks as they're coming through your site? There's a litany of things that I think you should be thinking through about what do you need the website to do? And then that's going to help really inform what kind of partner you're going to need down the road as you start to then start comparing and contrasting different partners and, and portfolios along the way. Yeah, and I think it's also um, a good time to take a look at your budget and see what kind of budget you have for the year for your marketing and how much of that can be carved out for your website um, and what kind of time frame you need to work within. Because when you're talking to agencies, you'll need to know those, you know, your needs, your requirements, um, a, a budget range, and a timeline. If you're talking about budgets, I also would like to point out, make sure you dedicate budget for your marketing as well, not just for your website. Uh, we see that's very often uh, people uh, try to spend all of or most of their uh, annual marketing budget on a brand new website. And uh, at lunch, uh, they just kind of asking like, okay, where are my leads? And say like, okay, so it was a first great step. You got an outstanding website that's look great. Uh, it has all the fundamentals, all the basics to be able to succeed and to generate leads. But without uh, good marketing activities, even the best websites uh, will have challenge to to uh, serve the needs of uh, their uh, owners. Great. So once you have your list of website needs, goals, and a budget, what steps should a person take next? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I believe that once you've got your budget, you've got your list of core needs built out, you can then really start looking at not only local partners, but nationwide. Start really looking for who's going to be the right fit. For you, and there's there's really four critical factors that I believe you should be looking at, and really asking very pointed questions around as you're reaching out and trying to select your short list of of partners that you want to get into a serious dialogue with. One is experience. Make sure that they've got they've got the street credentials, uh, and how long have they been in business? So, do they have the street credentials inside your industry? Do they have street credentials around really driving up against the performance issues that you need in the website? And, and you know, how long have they been in business? Are they a startup? Uh, have they been around 16 to 20 years? 
those are critical things for you to be really determining, is this going to be a solid partner for you? And based on your budget and based on the complexity of what it is that you're trying to build, uh, that could become a critical factor. The, the second to me is culture. I, I really want to know what is the culture like inside of that organization? Um, and these are things that you can find out by reading testimonials and reviews on, on them. But, but really ask about what are the people and what are, what are the support system? Who are the people that you're going to be dealing with one-on-one -on -one through this project? And really make sure that there's a good cultural fit amongst you and that partner. Third is their portfolio. I, I believe in looking at the work. So the work should stand for itself. And there shouldn't be a lot of explanation needed to help you see their most critical work. And I wouldn't ask for just what's on their website in their portfolio section. I'd ask for their hardest work that they've ever done. I'd ask for the hardest client that they've ever worked with. And you want to look at those projects as well. So ask pointed questions to get more than just what they're putting out into the market. And, and then last to me, and I think the most important is values. I want to make sure that your that the value system of any partner that I'm going to be working with is in alignment with me. Uh, so that's a critical component to me around how do they treat their people, how do they treat their community, how do they service and work inside of the world. So you want to really make sure that you've got good alignment. And this is a time where you can ask those very pointed questions. I think the very thing, first thing I would do um, in order to find that short list of agencies is do a Google search. So um, I would search, you know, so if I was a dentist, I would probably search, um, you know, web design for dentists. Um, if I was a e-commerce owner, you know, e-commerce development or e-commerce marketing, um, you know, it's just a, at least get an initial list because if they're, if an agency is ranking high for what you need, then they probably are doing SEO and marketing correctly. So that's kind of um, a good way, a good initial search. And then I would also ask other business owners in your field who they used because, uh, you know, a referral from, uh, from a partner would be a good idea too. And then once you have your list, you, I would look at reviews um, for you know, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, um, from review sites, and uh, and then narrow your list farther from there. I think it is also very important, beside uh, what we heard so far, to make sure the programming language that the developer is familiar is a type of programming language that is a very common programming language. So we heard from a customer where a very high-end expensive website was developed in Django. And my understanding that programming language is very hard to find a developer. It just most likely just makes no sense to select these days, a programming language where the talent is very limited, while there are more popular and uh, probably more efficient and better programming languages and more modern programming languages uh, that you can run your own website. Um, 
we're talking about technology, uh, I'm sure many, many of you guys have a lot of different type of tools. So even like just starting your lead generation, your call tracking system, your uh, contracting proposal building system, your CRM marketing automation, all of this would be nice to incorporate under one uh, platform. So you don't have to manage separately and enter manually a lot of different type of information. If it was a lead generation website, as I said, just call tracking, uh, contract generation, CRM. If it is an e-commerce website, no one wants to enter orders one-on-one -on -one into a third-party tool or even QuickBooks or whatever billing system you use. So it is very important to think before you make the first steps and select the platform that integrates very well with third-party tools, so you might pay a little more upfront for a larger and more complex development project, but you're definitely going to make that money back because the fully automated and uh, streamlined process, that's a good experience and smart developer can uh, do for you. Uh, when we're talking about third-party tools, more complex, larger websites, probably, you guys need to have training as well. So it is not something like, oh, here is a website and I'm going to be able to use it just like any other Wix, GoDaddy, tonight type of platforms. There is really kind of almost zero learning curve because there is really not much technology in it. But when you integrate with multiple tools, you guys definitely want to have an agency who willing to take the time to train you properly and show your team actually how to use uh, well and efficiently the website that you guys developed. And um, another two things like ongoing maintenance, very, very important. You don't want uh, to be in a situation when someone developed a website for you, but they're not going to be there for you when there is something need to be improved, uh, changed, or um, fixed. No websites perfect, every website can be hacked, every website uh, can be overloaded because of high traffic, those type of things. Something that you want to address almost immediately, you can't wait like six months because your developer is too busy or because you hired a freelancer and they get a job or just have other priorities or they are on a two-week vacation and you just can't talk with them. Hosting is the last thing on my list. Definitely, you need to find someone who not just build websites, but feel comfortable with uh, hosting environments too, because if you have a bad hosting uh, service, then doesn't matter how great website you have, you're just not going to succeed. Yeah, I have a follow-up to that too. Um, so if you're the the type of person or the type of company that really needs in-person meetings and, um, you know, you prefer not to do things over email or a PM tool or video conferencing, just make sure that you, when you do your search, that you search by the city that you're in, if, if being in-person is going to be important to you. Um, for, you know, for instance, web design Raleigh, web development Raleigh versus if 
location doesn't matter, that kind of opens up your possibilities and you can search nationwide. Also, your budget kind of comes into play. If you're um, a startup or you, you know, you have very little for your budget, but for your website and your marketing, but you just want to get something up fast and cheap, you know, that you would probably look at a freelancer or a very small agency versus a large uh, agency that's ranking first. So, you know, taking that into account, you know, if you want to find a freelancer, you would search for a freelancer. If you're looking for an established agency, you would, you know, probably use the word agency in your search. And if location matters to you, then you would use the location or the city in the search. So we have uh, our website goals in mind, and we have a budget as well as a short list of agencies we want to potentially interview. What are some of the must-ask questions you should be asking an agency uh, when they, when you start the interview process? Yeah, I mean, I, I think making sure you, once again, that they have the experience and, and technical skills to do exactly what it is that you need. So, you know, I think you can be asking questions like, have you developed other websites for companies in my industry? Um, can you help make sure that I understand how you can integrate my website with third-party platforms like Richard was saying, uh, with CRM, event management, online payment platforms and gateways, making sure that they've got the experience to do that. But I think Richard pointed out a really good, important question to go side by side with that is, are you gonna train me and my team on how to do and use our website once it's up and running. So I think that those are a few that you can be really throwing out. I think the most important question to be asking right up front and making sure that you're aligned is what's the content management system that's gonna power the website, making sure that it's gonna meet your needs for both usability, but also friendliness on the back end, depending on your technical skills of your team. So I think that those are a few that come first to mind with me. Yeah, and I would think about um, what's going to happen after you launch the website. So are you going to need ongoing support for your site? Um, if you're not a web developer or a server admin yourself, you probably want to, to go with a company that also has a support team. So whenever you have a question or an issue with your website, you don't have to be on the phone with a hosting company for hours on hold. You know, it, some agencies um, manage the hosting as well, so you just you know, contact their support team and they're able to handle anything ongoing, even if it's a year from launch. Um, whereas if you go with a small, like a freelancer, they might do a great job initially, but then they get a job or they don't have time for ongoing support. So if support is um, a particularly e-commerce site, you absolutely will, will want a, you know, a team that is available to help you whenever you need it. Cause you know, when your site is down and you're not getting sales, it's kind of an emergency and you don't want to wait till then to try to find someone to help you with your website. And then another thing is like Richard mentioned, once you launch the site, you need to you know market it and keep it going and keep the leads coming. And so it's helpful to work with an agency that can both develop your site and market it afterwards instead of having to transition to yet another company to handle your marketing. And I also would like to add about the needs. So you need to think about not just your current immediate needs, but you want to think about your future needs as well to make sure that content management system, the platform, 
and the website environment actually going to support your future needs as well. And what I mean about it, like let's say uh, you have an e-commerce website where initially you were just planning to sell something, but you would like to provide online training as well in the future. Or you would like to offer things like, I don't know, like uh, products, uh, pre-launched products, or limited number of uh, personalized products to sell. Uh, to make sure the platform with not huge alterations, with reasonable effort, will be able to provide that type of features for you. Also, uh, think about the size of your agency. If it is like a two, three people company, they might uh, experience very well on two, three different fields, let's say, they have one designer, they have one programmer, they have one marketing person. But what happens if that one person leaves the company or they just go to vacation for two weeks? Your project will be delayed or even uh, put on hold until they replace that one employee at the agency. So it is good to work with decent size employee. Uh, uh, sorry. It is good to work with decent size agencies where for each individual important seats, they have multiple people to work with. And uh, if let's say the agency have like four, five, six, eight SEO experts, one SEO expert is not going to be as smart as six or eight people. These people can collaborate with each other and these people can brainstorm together and uh, have six, eight times more experience working on projects, so they can really get the most and the best out for you. Also important to work with a company who is uh, around for long years. I definitely recommend to work with companies who are at least out there for 10, 15 years, but at least four years, because many, many people losing their jobs, just like these days uh, at the previous recession, and they just create an agency, not because they enjoy running an agency or they want to be an agency owner, because uh, they have no other choice. They want to make some money. They just start a freelance business that might grow a little bit out of the individual uh, size, like maybe two, three, four people. But as soon as uh, some of these people get a real uh, paid job, they might close in a year or two that business. And it is the question for yourself. Do you want to be in a situation when your tiny agency is out and you don't even know how to get your files, how to make updates to that website, and uh, just be in a situation when you have to find immediately someone who can rescue you? Yeah, I think that's a great point. We've seen that before where an agency goes under and then all of a sudden the business owner has no idea how to get the files to access their website you know, until it's too late. I think something a business owner can get caught up in is the idea of working with a local agency, but the best agency for you might not be local. What are some of the things a business owner can ask or look for to help them be comfortable uh, working with an agency not in their town? Um, yeah, I mean, I think really critical is that they've got a buttoned up process and system in place. So if they are very cavalier in answering questions around 
exactly what is your process? How do we communicate? How do I have access to all of uh, project statuses and understanding of exactly where my project sits? Then that might be a major red flag since you're not going to be right there in their office and being able to get face to face. So I would be looking for, for, for agencies that have a very, very buttoned up process for driving to that answer and giving you uh, firm answers on what their project management systems are, how you access those as a client, how they communicate with you, and what their rhythm and processes are inside of the agency as well. That would give me a lot of reassurance knowing that um, I don't have to be, you know, 10 miles away from their office to feel comfortable about what it is that they're doing. Yeah, I, I agree with what Jeff said. Um, I would want to know what project management tool do they use? And do I, would I have access to it to see the progress? Um, what type of communication do they use for meetings? Is it, you know, a video a video tool like a Google Meet or a Zoom or something like that, so I can, so they can share their screen, so I can have a visual when we're having meetings since we wouldn't be in person. And now um, oh, there was one other thing. Oh, and then also the frequency of communication. Would we have, you know, a weekly meeting at a certain time every week, so that I know that I'm going to get an update on a regular basis and not just you know, waiting and maybe not hearing anything for weeks and having to demand a meeting. I would want to have like a regular communication schedule. These days cannot work everyone remotely. Very rare when someone goes to a office space to meet uh, their providers, their vendors, their web design or marketing agencies. We had some cases who still customers want to come in and it's fine, so we can accommodate that. But uh, what we see, even local customers expect and uh, um, prefer to meet us through web conferencing, video sharing, uh, and screen sharing uh, kind of way. And um, so it kind of doesn't really matter anymore. Your agency is a local agency or a remote agency. As long as you do your homework and you verify they do good work and they are an ethical company, they are a type of company who not just start a project but actually can properly finish it. We had many cases in the past where we had to take over projects that previous agencies, other companies couldn't finish. So people came to us to actually finalize their website. It is not something that we are looking for, but if that's the case, then, then we can help occasionally out uh, great companies with this. But um, distance is really not an issue anymore. Uh, I would say you need to verify the agency who we are dealing with, they have experience actually doing remote projects. There are a lot of people and a lot of type of personalities who are equipped just to be operating very well from an office environment. And that's fine, but these days are kind of maybe not over, but definitely on hold. And uh, if you hire an agency where the employees don't feel comfortable 
or very productive doing work remotely or they don't have the processes and the tools that allow them to focus on uh, the same number of projects, the same size and complexity of projects, like they used to do it together on a whiteboard or in a more traditional way, that might be uh, a concerning sign as well for you. I'm going to wrap it up here unless there's some points that you guys want to want you feel we needed to hit on and might missed. Yeah, so that is uh, something that actually just came up recently with one of our uh, customers. They had a relatively uh, decent size, uh, good size company, so I was kind of surprised about their situation. But um, I would like to make sure all of our customers and everyone knows about this. So when you start a new business, make sure you buy your own domain name. If you work with a larger organization, it might be okay to let them buy it for you. But if it is possible, take ownership of it. There are some cases in with our organization where customers don't feel comfortable with the renewals. You can do like a 10-year renewal. We had actually recently another case when um, the customer manage their own domain name. They had the registration for five, six years, uh, and now they just recently expired because they didn't monitor their um, email address on file, and they don't use anymore that personal email address. That's actually a former employee uh, used to update and manage uh, their domain name. So just put some focus and effort on properly manage your domain name. And again, we would like you to own your own domain name. If you do it, make sure you write it down somewhere that's username and password and email address that you guys frequently use and monitor. So you're not going to lose your domain name. And if it is not something that your company want to deal with and you want to let your agency to manage it, make sure you do work with a very, very good and ethical agency who is not going to hold you back when one day you change your mind and you want to work with another company because we saw that as well. Um, the customer had very hard time to leave a provider because they get mad losing a customer and these days. Everyone can lose a provider, especially when you're looking for more cost-effective and more uh, beneficial options for your organization in a more difficult economical uh, situation. That's what we live now. Thank you, Jeff, Kerry, and Richard for joining me and sharing some of the things a company or a person should be looking for when choosing a web design agency. I think the three of you hit on some really helpful advice. For anyone looking to work with an award-winning web design and marketing company, visit thedigital.com to view our portfolio and speak to one of our solution consultants about your project. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.